Are you Mexican? No, but I'm right next to the border, so it's close enough. Just like you're part Russian. Podcast. This is level 137, 2017 in review. In review. That's right. We're back with an episode of the Geekscape Games Podcast, the number one video game podcast on the Geekscape.network. It's Christmas Eve. The we're having a, a four-player uh, battle royale on Twitch right now. We are <laughs> David a four-player Hunger Games. Yeah, four four-player. Oh, <laughs> prick! Is that because Shane keeps eating? <laughs> <laughs> wow that was a throwback to last week's episode which hasn't come out yet oh yeah that too yeah is this episode coming out first no 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 huh? neither, of, neither of them are coming out at all <laughs> i just want to talk to you guys hey I'm, what's I, going on i'm your emaciated host shane o'hare and i'm joined with digital derek feeling festive yeah and mr josh jackson ho 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 and Miss Courtney Dossett, where the C stands for chemical engineer. Actually, I almost became a chemical engineer. Oh, there you go. There you go. C stands for cold, actually, because I'm fucking dying. I'm not used to being this cold. I don't like it. You are, you are in Alaska. I know. I made such poor choices. Okay. What's the temperature there right now in Celsius? Um, oh, that's a good oh. question. I, temperature in Anchorage, Alaska, Celsius. I think it's like 10. Currently minus 6 degrees there Celsius. Oh. That's pretty much, I'm pretty close to that right now, too. Yeah, you, like... There's a big storm in Washington right now, and, like, the whole, like, Pacific Northwest area. Yeah. So I heard, heard tell. Yeah, actually, it hasn't started snowing here yet, but the island is getting pretty snowy by the looks of it. Great. Gotta, gotta start, gotta start packing my igloo, because mm-hmm. I'm in Canada, and that's what we do. Uh, that's actually a Alaskan meme. Um, I no, mean, people. Alaska that's like no. Canada. So Canada without all the diversity. Actually, actually, uh, Anchorage was was voted uh, most diverse city on the planet. Really that's interesting and weirdly, I, I don't know how I feel about how true that is. Oh, uh, Anchorage public schools lead nation in diversity. Oh, wait, yeah, never mind. The most diverse place in America is not where you think. It's Anchorage, Alaska. Oh, it's in America, not in Canada, not in North America. No. Yeah. Everything, that's probably everything Toronto. is the United States, obviously. Didn't you know? <laughs> All right. So, yeah, like the title says, 2017 in review. We're going to talk about our best of, our least ofs, um, our of ofs, our of gloves. We're going to talk about made for TV products as seen on TV or TV on a podcast. Do you, guys have, do you guys have showcase stores in your malls? Of what? Showcase. What does that mean? So there's these stores called showcase and they used to be like, like, do you guys have like as seen on TV stores? Oh yeah, we got those. So those in Canada turned into a store called showcase. Huh? Toys are fucking weird these days. Like all everyone's like scalping these like fingerlings things, which just look like these like weird finger puppets. Yo, so um, uh, and there's like rare ones. Like these monkeys are like really rare. So people are like, yeah, it's like amiibos. But, like 
stupid. Yeah, they're like fucking amoebas. <laughs> amoebas are not stupid, guys. Like, they're not... I, I mean, the fingerlings do as much as amoebas do, but they're not um, shaped like my favorite characters. Uh, well, the fingerling can be your new favorite character. You could, like, make um, them. Um, lol, surprise, little... Yeah, like, sister. Oh, the, the surprise ball thing that's just, like, yeah. filled with, like, dollar store shit? It sounds yeah. terrible. What is wrong with kids? $16? Oh, people are selling them for, like, 50 here. Jesus. What's, what's about them? It's just like... Shopkins? Just... Everyone's all over these Shopkins things? Oh, the popcorn you... one is cute. <clears throat> yeah, the shop. I heard some guy bought one online for like 100 bucks that his kid really what? wanted. A Shopkin? Yeah, for from some scalper. Fuck you, man. Yeah. Child can get over it. They're not getting I mean, shit. Shades, shades had to move on. Yeah. Right? <laughs> shades and... crazes died down a bit. It's all about the Shopkins. Yeah. Um, ooh, Star Master. Star Master mini LED projector. Great for kids' rooms. I'm just browsing shop at showcasecanada.com. These are the best, best toys of 2017. Yeah. Showcase. Um, I was listening to another podcast where uh, they played, um, where they deconstruct the news and stuff, and they played this uh, news piece where people were getting like, uh, um, like bootleg uh, fingerlings off of Amazon or uh, off of Walmart.com. What is a fingerling? You just said it. No, they were called something else, I swear. They're called fingerlings. No. Oh, they totally are. Oh my god, Derek. <laughs> that what I said like yeah. two minutes ago? Yeah. It's Fallout 4 all over again. Fallout it's what? 4. When you're playing Fallout 4. Oh, here. okay. Yeah. Okay, never mind. That's cool. I'm... <laughs> no, I remember. <laughs> I feel like I'm in timeout right now. I don't like this. <laughs> It's it's because I am a loud talker and I project, and we can't have echo Maybe you on the headset. Maybe control your volume better. Yeah, but then I wouldn't be me. Are you trying to tell me to to deny my self identity? Fucking ableist scum. <laughs> I feel like didn't you call her that didn't on the you, last didn't episode you, as well? Like call me a cripple last time, and now I'm an ableist. You know, what I mean, yeah, it's it's I a mean, sliding scale. It, see, see, you're an ableist when it it benefits me. Oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So yeah, 2017. Uh, yeah. Um, I have to like go through as I do every year. I have to go through the list and see um, uh, the games released in 2017. Uh, <laughs> Live, on <laughs> Live on air. Live on air. You didn't send me the list of your favorite games of the year, <sighs> which I emailed about a reminder of. I didn't times. see it. I'm sorry. Yeah, only Matt Kelly well, responded. I, I didn't see it. I tried to like, what, what, respond to your stuff. With movies, not video games. I'll send you something tonight. I was trying to finish more games because I played so little in the last four months, but, you know, that's probably not going to happen at this to? point. Was it Take your time. Chat? Email. Take your time. It was in the group uh, email. Oh, according to that part I of that list, sir. So mm. that's why I didn't respond. I saw. I saw, I'm not being shit. Yay. I saw something about it. Yeah. Anyway, oh, yeah. so Derek, what's your 2017 year in review? I don't want to start. Gosh. Come on. I'll start. Well, I, mean, like, I, I made guys. I made a list in my notepad Gosh. here. I also have I a list. We got we were prepared. Yeah. So I'll start then. Um, can we? Can we? Like I thought it would be cool to to talk about favorite games, but also like favorite moments in games because sometimes games that might not necessarily be the best things we played had some pretty amazing moments. Yeah. Exactly. And as far like not only was this an unprecedented year of great games across the board on all platforms, but so many of those games really even stepped Vita. up there. Yeah. Even well, I don't know about that. Oh wait, I no, no, no. I don't know, I'm just saying that. Danganronpa V3 came out on Vita. That's that counts. Um, but <laughs> Vita game of the year. But yeah, um, so much, so much of the, so many of the narratives I felt like really did step up quite a bit. And 
I guess I'll start with, I think from what I can gather is somewhat of an unpopular opinion, but in terms of moments, I think like Zelda, like I mentioned on one of our older shows around the time the game came out, it did a perfect job of blending an established narrative and established character with the whole self-insert trope that was always really important to Nintendo when it came to making the player feel like Link to the point where he had an established backstory, but you knew nothing about it. So you're discovering it alongside him. And I felt like that really made the game, it really helped it stand out a whole extra level above what it would have been otherwise in what was an already amazing package, which we'll talk about more later when we talk about our favorite games of the year. But um, yeah, that would have to be my top one first and foremost. Uh, Of course, we had other we had a lot of very strong uh, narrative driven games this year, like Edith Finch, Life is Strange, uh, Persona 5, that Danganronpa V3. Which, again, this year, I feel like really came down to your favorite games of the year were based on what your personal tastes were in terms of what your favorite genres are. Because there's so many games that came out this year that I feel like were the pinnacle Mm. of their respective genres. And with that said, I can't talk about moments without mentioning Danganronpa V3, which was my... I have to think about it more, but it might be my favorite moment of the year in a game where... It was predictable to an extent that I predicted it when they first announced some of the new gameplay mechanics, but seeing how it played out and seeing that they actually go went through with killing the main character in the first trial, like in the first stage, they make your character the killer, but they wrote it in a way where you yourself didn't even know that you were the killer until they unveil it, until the mystery is solved. But then they go back to the way that the dialogue was spoken And there's a lot of little hints here and there with the character's um, internal dialogue. But it seems so mundane that you ignore it until it's revealed that you yourself were the killer. That's very very Chrono Trigger-like. Yeah. When you're doing that festival thing in Chrono Trigger and it was all just like a big test. Right. Yeah. And it's like that that kind of thing really sticks with you because it's not... It's really clever. It's really well done. It's not something you see very often in games. Yeah. Where the narrative's handled so well. But the game kind of outdid itself by the end because the ending of the game and the big twist, it made it sound like the developers were tired of making the game. So they were trying to write, basically write a finale, but <laughs> in a way, in a way that would still leave it open that if, where if they change their minds in the future, that they can go back to it. But of course, spoilers for Danganronpa 3. Not that I think anyone listening to this particularly cares, but the big twist at the end gonna, ended up. Uh, there's going to be a spoiler, so when I stop waving my hands, uh, yeah. you can unmute the podcast. Sure, <laughs> but Wait, yeah, <laughs> um, the the big like the big twist at the end of the game was that the game was called Danganronpa V3 because it was the third version, but it ended up really being that the V was a Roman numeral for five, and it was the fifty third Danganronpa. Yo, it, that's it took- cool. And it took place in an. It basically took place in the real world where the games in our time uh, became so popular that it became like a reality show, and you were playing as like real people who were killing each other for the entertainment of everybody else. Yo, and like and the true villains of the games were the developers of the game, and you end up like killing their. Pe- you end up escaping and like essentially killing the developers and saying that you're killing Danganronpa with it, so it can never come back. <laughs> what the heck? Yeah, that's cool. It was, it was like some 
Kojima level bullshit. It was like, (laughs) it was really wild. And it's a really polarizing ending because it ended up being that all the characters you're playing as are literally just characters who were created just for this TV show, but they weren't the real, like the real people were essentially actors who were brainwashed into thinking they were really these people for the purpose of the show. So it was polarizing in the sense that a lot of people thought that it cheapened the rest of the game because the rest of the game was essentially fictional. I mean, it's fictional regardless, but you know what I mean? Like you get attached, you get attached to the narrative, but it turns out the narrative wasn't even real. It was made up for the purpose of the game. But at the it's same like, time, uh, uh, that it's like the Bob Newhart show. Yeah, essentially, yeah, almost like a yeah, like it's all a dream kind of thing. So yeah, but I thought it was really well done. If this is the last Danganronpa, I feel like again, like how Mario was the pinnacle of platforming this year, Zelda was the pinnacle of adventure gaming. I feel like Danganronpa was the pinnacle of visual novel text adventure games, <laughs> and I really don't see how they can go- get any better than this, which. Again, if this is their way of ending the series and writing it off, that was a perfect way to go off into the sunset. Uh, but yeah, those are my major moments. Um, honorable mentions would have to go to uh, the Injustice 2 storyline, which is really, really well done. Like fighting games have a reputation for having bad stories, but this one, it made it... The, it worst, cool. the worst playing game has the best story. Oh for- yeah, I forgot you hate Injustice. Yeah, I mean, you're like the only one who does, but... yeah. but yeah like it was just so cool to see batman and superman team up again um after the events of the game where superman's a villain again but like the very end you have to choose between batman or superman with two very drastically different endings depending which side Mm -hmm. you pick and superman what side did you you pick well i picked batman but then after that i went back and saw both endings but batman uh, superman's ending is particularly dark where he steals brainiac's ship and he basically brainwashes everybody into doing his bidding and he becomes like the dictator of the universe the only one um, he doesn't the only one he doesn't brainwash is supergirl because he wants her on his side legitimately but she, uh she refuses so he locks her up in the red kryptonite prison that he was locked in at the beginning of the game jesus but, but he and then he takes away batman's free will and makes him wonder woman <laughs> wanted to murder him after you kill him but he's like no if you kill him he'll die a martyr instead we have to get him on our side so then they brainwash him and make him superman's second in command as far as like his murdering tyrant the fuck as being a murdering tyrant but he's like <laughs> has no self-control yeah it's pretty fucking dark um and then aside from that like most of edith finch which we talked about last week and then in life is strange before the sto- um before the storm the wait you've played up to episode two right Derek? i finished episode two yeah okay so the two moments from Life is Strange were the end of episode one where Rachel sets the forest fire, which is absolutely nuts. And it scared the shit out of me when she screamed because I wasn't expecting that. And then the other one that I absolutely have to mention, and this is the one that Derek wants to might want to leave for. Yeah, I'm going to mute. <laughs> uh, just type in the chat when it's uh, over. All right. So if if as most people should be aware, this one's a prequel where you learn how Chloe and Rachel met. Whereas the first Life is Strange, the whole game is with the backdrop of Rachel being missing and you find out she died. So when you beat the game, it plays like a montage of their friendship growing. And then at the very, 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 very end, it zooms in on Rachel's phone where it has like 35 missed calls from Chloe while you could hear Nathan taking pictures of her in the background. Then you hear her corpse fall like at the very end. And it's like, you're just, you're listening after all that. You're like listening to her being killed. And that's just how, that's how the game ends. Like the fucking kick to the nuts. (laughs) Yo, it's fucking horrible. But yeah, like in terms of narrative and story and, oh, and uh, let me type done real quick for Derek. And then one thing that I, (laughs) one thing that I almost forgot that I'm surprised that I almost forgot was the whole new donk city 
introduction on Mario Odyssey and the whole Donkey Kong montage part was just such a love letter to longtime fans. So yeah, there's no shortage of moments and I'm glad that we were able to play a lot of those. Um, you mentioned, <clears throat> you mentioned uh, uh, Breath of the Wild at the beginning and probably my favorite podcast moment of the year is we did our live stream of the Nintendo Summit and then right after recorded a podcast like of our reactions and that was my favorite podcast of the year just because all of a sudden Josh is like wait 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 guys 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 pre-orders are up on Best Buy everyone's like what <laughs> and then the, and then the show just falls apart like we got Adam looking on one side Josh is like Except oh I forgot my me. login credentials which Except credit card like we're all like going in and out and it's true yeah I hey I was sitting in a different country and the the best thing ever is just all of a sudden we're like okay all right yeah yeah and Josh just screams order placed it's done motherfucker it's done <laughs> this is the best singer of the year yeah the sting, stinger of out. the year uh 2017 Yay! goes to Josh Jackson podcast MVP yep Yay. Um, I want but, something. But uh, you mentioned uh, Breath of the Wild, and um, the that when did that console that came out in February, right? March, 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 March. March. So it came out near um, my birthday, and I don't like my birthday. Birthday's sad, and I was in a uh, emo place uh, earlier this year. Uh, not to get too Fallout Boy Blaren, and yeah, not to get too uh, per- personnel. But um, I came home and like I set up my Switch and I like had Zelda in and my dad was here and um, I, you know, showed him. He's like, oh, and he was like, hey, well, how much does this all cost? And like, you know, I told him and he's like, yeah, money's real tight. You really think you should be doing that? And I'm like, oh, fuck, you know, you're right. I need to return it. And I'm sitting here like I was looking forward to it and I'm like installing Zelda and I'm just like, I'm feeling really like emotional and just like with a big general malaise. And I'm like, yeah, I need to return this. Like I could really use the money, blah, blah, blah. I wasn't working at the time. Um, and then um, I started up the game. I was playing the game a little bit. And I, when I, when you walk into the Temple of Time and the old Temple of Time uh theme starts playing i started bawling i just started bawling and i remembered back to fucking christmas of 96 uh the feeling i had going to the temple of time for the very first time as a kid and i'm like oh my god this game is fucking perfect like it's it's probably it's got to be like top top five games for me um but i was i was so like emotionally attached to it that i you know and josh you brought up a good point that um typically zelda is you know, insert yourself, but this time, um, Link is his own uh, entity and character. But I felt uh, I, f- I felt part of the story, and it was uh, yeah, that was probably my favorite gaming moment of the year. Was was that just crying over my Joy Cons, like oh my god, this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so so best moment is also the saddest. It's not moment. like necessarily sad. No, it's beautiful. Yeah, thank you. I am beautiful. Thank you. Thank you, Derek. Uh, yeah. Sorry to derail the energy of the show. <laughs> me, no. me trying to podcast from bed. I'm getting real sleepy. Oh. <laughs> I'm um, too comfortable. Go podcast. Go podcast from the your. Uh, I'm from not the car. moving again. I'm not going outside. <laughs> Fuck that. It's so cold. So, uh, my most re- probably like my second favorite gaming moment of the year. You know, hashtag. You know, Geekscape Games Awards. Um, brought to you by Gillette and LG. Um, 
was uh, so I play a lot of Overwatch competitive with Courtney. What? No way. And, um, I yeah, no never idea. About this. And yeah, and um, it's this year's destiny. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Liz. Let me get to the fucking story. God damn it, Derek. Okay, this is how it's what it's like talking to you. <sighs> at, least talk, all the time. At, least, at least you know I'm here this episode. Yeah. This is what it's like talking to you all the time. Yeah, yeah, okay. So, uh, I'll, I'll alright, fine. I'll make the story quick. And Did you guys hear it. about that Oxen free game, though? <laughs> <laughs> but first, let me tell you what a charge character is. <sighs> you, so you and I... I Adam. Oh, you and I... Puyo, Puyo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, uh, we that's that's the both the game I of the mean, year and that, gaming moment of the year that podcast was, over. There you go. Game of the generation, I, I think. I won yeah. it I won it podcasting. Fuck all of you. So anyway, anyway. Um But what <clears> level <throat> did you get to on Poyo Poyo? Sorry, sorry, Shane, go ahead. <laughs> and I don't want I don't want to like brag or boast, but I feel like I'm pretty good at Overwatch. I main Sombra. And I, I don't want to like be that guy, but there's gonna I'm gonna be that guy for a moment. But I feel like a lot of bronze and silver league character or players that I play with just you know held back by my team. You know that might be a little bit douchey. But one time Courtney was uh, a little bit. Yeah. Well, one time Courtney was spectating me, and she's like, "Wow, you're really good." And I'm like, "Am I?" She's like, yeah, you're really good. You I'm must like, work out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I, absolutely. That Do not. flick, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God, that flick of the wrist. <laughs> Wait, was, um, this, was this when I was spectating from a distance, or was this when I was watching you? Distance. Sleeping? Distance. All right. Distance. And she's like, oh, you're really good. You're really good. I'm like, oh, thanks. And um, so then when she came here to visit uh, a week ago, uh, AMD updated their video card drivers to fix the Overwatch bug that has been <clears throat> out since, like, <clears throat> July. And uh, I was like, oh, I want to see what the new drivers are like. It's, you know, all new architecture, blah, 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 blah. And so I just jumped into a quick play match. Um, uh, it was on Dorado, uh, the defense, uh, Sombra. And, um, and I, and, and Courtney, what did you, what did you witness? Um, I had problems following what was happening, to be honest. Because uh, I'm, I am not, I don't move things around that quickly. I usually play Zenyatta who can't move quickly and I don't do teleportation things well because I just don't have the spatial awareness for it. Um, but like playing portal with her was real, really, it was really funny. rough. It, I tried really hard. I put a good honest effort, but I, I could, I could feel the, the patronization coming through the screen, but like, so like he would run up to a house pack, hack it, throw down his, his jumpy pack thing, run in stealth, kill like three people, Get really low, zip back to the health pack, get a health pack, wait a second, get another health pack, rehack it, put down the thing, run back out. It was insane the amount of harassment. I think you had like a 25 player kill streak or yeah, something like uh, that. I, di- I died once and I was at a 25 player kill it streak. Was, I've never seen and, anybody play like that, like who didn't spend yeah. their days playing Overwatch. Like, Oh, well, then you just don't watch I me mean, play then. I have you. I played one time with you. We played together that one time, but you were playing like on a console. <laughs> what's the thing you called that you have in your hand? Yeah, you on were playing controller? on a controller, the and controller. we were playing on PC, yeah. and I don't feel like that was fair for you, but you know. I but, and I still I have more see. kills than Yeah, I know, still. I mean, I, I play support. But but, but May, May Snowball Offensive is kind yeah, of a different true. beast, though. Yeah. So um, I, I just wanted to say that, like, after that, like, you know, I had MVP, you know, play the game, like blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, all right. I was like, yeah, 
yeah, the new drivers are pretty good. All right. Walked away, and Courtney was like, wow. I mean, he's so nonchalant. Inside, I was like, ah! It was like the best oh, game of Overwatch I have ever played, and I'll never be able to recreate it. It was just like, she's like, wow, I didn't know there was a health pack there. I'm like, yeah, there's one there. She's like, oh, wow, I didn't know you could do that. And, I'm, and inside, I'm like, I didn't know I could do that either. What the fuck? <laughs> so... So, yeah. uh, I feel like whenever, like, I'm not familiar with a lot of the Overwatch characters, so whenever anyone s- says Sombra, mm-hmm. I think of yeah. Samba D'Amigo, but I think of it as Sombra D'Amigo, so I just from I just imagine like that character, <laughs> but in Overwatch, it's pretty funny. I, I think that, of that is I think of La Sombra from Mexican wrestling who created Los Ingo Bernables and mm. now Andrade Cien. I think of a goat my friend had growing up because that was its name. <laughs> Cool story, Courtney. You're so good today. <laughs> go. Go to um, I I actually I actually like mentally say Sombra oh de God. Amigo when I like load in like often like quite often. Do you start singing? Do you start singing the song? The re- I never uh, actually played that game. I feel like that's a very popular song. Outside, <laughs> I, I don't know game. what you were just singing. <laughs> I, just, I feel like that game is so fucking hard. Maybe I just have no rhythm. I mean, that's probably you, you, it. You don't. You don't. You're, not Mexi- you're not Mexican enough for that game. Yeah. Are you Mexican? No, but I'm right next to the border, okay. so it's close enough. Just like you're part Russian. <laughs> 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 oh yeah. Fuck. Um, oh. Uh, Derek, wh- wh- what was your like gaming moment of the year? Like in games, not like games of the year, but like in games. I so back when I I just thought I always thought Ernesto de la Cruz was my grandfather, but uh, I don't know who that is. The, the game is oh okay. Wait, what does that have to do with gaming? Well, we I was that was still back on the Samba de Amigo topic. Oh okay, I was real confused. So so I wrote a few of my favorite gaming moments uh, down. Uh, one of the best moments of the year. I think I told the story on the podcast last year around Christmas when I picked up Stardew Valley for Xbox One for my fiance because it looked like a game she would really be into. Um, and then she yelled at me because uh, she's like, we had a fairly small Christmas last year, like really low gift limit. I went a little bit over and I was like, oh, this, this game looks really cool. I think she'll really enjoy it. And she yelled at me that it was actually for me. And I was just like masquerading that it was a gift for her. <laughs> oh, no. And then over the course and then, but I, I like totally honestly, it was for her. And I put, I played it a little bit, but over the course of the next several months, I watched her play from like more than a hundred hours. Oh, so, wow. uh, so fuck you. It was for you. <laughs> you it was for you um i uh it's also on I, I think we'll talk kind of about favorite games of the year in a bit but my one of my favorite moments was the the twist at the end of prey um, uh, no, 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 no. which came out this year no, no, no i'm not no, gonna no, talk no. about it i don't want to get spoilery but it like no no no, no 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 it's just, just i just want you to stop talking you want to pretend <laughs> you're not on the show <laughs> Uh, I loved the game anyways. Um, and the twist at the end, like blew my fucking mind. The whole story was great. It was, it was a game that like, like, obviously it was very like, like, I think it took a lot of inspiration from things like system shock and Bioshock, which is perfect because bio, the Bioshock series is one of my favorite, favorite shooter series. And now that it's been set, like it's been months since I've played and finished prey, like every few, every couple weeks now, I feel like I'm like, Oh, I should pick up the Bioshock collection and play those again. Because like, it just really got me in the mood for that. Like the really deep, 
uh, like unique environment shooter like Bioshock and like Prey have. And uh, but yeah, the twist, was the twist it really on, blew my mind. Was it on the level of Bioshock Infinite? <sighs> I didn't think that was actually I don't know. I think, I think yeah, that was twisty as hell. I think Bioshock 1 had no, a better twist. No, I saw it coming from a mile away. What? I, didn't I saw the that. end of Bioshock like Bioshock Infinite, I saw the end coming. Like I knew that was the story. Remember, because we we had to text somebody about that and started a whole thing. What? I thought I was like, I knew. Never mind. It's I thought fine. the twist was great, but I like the twist in the first Bioshock better. Mm, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Aside from that, so I feel like the very first time, uh, the very first time that you undock, then it, like because I mostly played my Switch docked, and it was a while before I even played it in handheld mode. But the very first time that like you're playing Breath of the Wild or whatever, and you pull it off the dock, and then it's the same fucking game, but just in your hands, <laughs> like that is a incredible moment um oh that's like nothing else and that's that's like just just seeing this console come out and be so beloved by everyone and and like seeing people be like into nintendo again because nintendo had a rough go with the uh the switch and and kind of the the perception and the mistakes that were made with that and so to see like like now i'll be on the train going to work and i'll see like numerous nintendo switches in the same train cart and it's crazy i'm just saying that's all pretty cool um along those same lines like the first time that uh like you take the joy cons out and play a multiplayer game like that you weren't expecting to um like like my my one instance was like we i took the switch uh to when i go to visit family or whatever on vancouver island it's like a two-hour ferry ride and so we bought the switch brought the switch and to just be able to like pull those controllers out and play Mario Kart head to head, like super cool. Uh, that um, I've, I um, I brought my Switch to work one day. We were having like a really slow like month, and uh, me and my coworker played Sniffer Clips for, like for most of our shift, yeah, and yeah. that was that was fucking intense. Like like it, and we just had it on the desk playing Sniffer Clips, and I, and I I part of me was like, hey, I wish I had I had a public transportation commute. <laughs> So I can do this, but then at the same time, I'm like, mm, I'm not poor, so I don't. <laughs> I mean, not everybody who's poor uses public transportation. You spent your shift inside of him. <laughs> yeah, I did actually. Oh, whoa. Uh, uh, I had a similar like like there was a day where on like my lunch break at work, somebody else had their switch there, and we ended up like a bunch of people around the lunch table played like four player Mario Kart. Oh yeah. Uh, just just with two switches in handheld mode and with the Joy Cons out there, and that's just something that's like so unexpected that like really wasn't possible before without like everyone having a 3ds or whatever or a TV being like in your location, like right, just so different and so neat. Um, last couple like seeing the night sky for the first time in Skyrim VR was like one of the coolest VR moments I think that I've had so far. Um, Sky Skyrim is just like I mean it's already a game that on standard platforms is just at a scale that few other games can match and and seeing that scale but in like a virtual reality environment and seeing like just how incredible things like even like looking up while you're in this world seeing seeing how amazing that can be that was a really breathtaking moment um especially in vr uh along the same lines as vr like like being too scared to continue playing resident evil 7 uh, <laughs> that is something that's never happened with a video game before and uh i still haven't finished it because it's just so it's just another level like i can't play it when i'm home alone because like something will eat me and i can't play it when michaela's here because she'll scare like it's just you can't win and you just can never you can never play it again basically that's pretty much what i got um 
Uh, also, Life is Strange before the storm being good, which I was really worried about. But then, like, being able to see the panel for the game at San Diego Comic-Con this past year and seeing, like, the passion that the new developers were bringing to the title and, and seeing, a like, the first live play of a portion of the game, like, that kind of stopped me from being worried. And then it came out and it was, like, like it never skipped a beat. It was right back right back where right where i wanted it to be so that was pretty amazing what uh what about you corny your your games of the year and gaming moments of the year um i only bought one new game this year uh i realized no i have battle right too so i got the battle right game recently and that was fun to play when we played it it felt like a non-toxic league which i'm always um a fan of um and then the only brand new game that i actually bought was uh little nightmares which i have not gotten very far in aka have not gotten past like the first door because it scares me too much <laughs> uh i thought there was like yeah. a resident evil 7 vr stream coming up from you uh, what happened to that uh you know you don't have to remind shane about that at all that's totally fine you have so to- i'm getting like, i'm he, getting he a- promised it to me for christmas no. i'm getting a i'm getting a playstation vr uh for my buddy the next couple of days um and then I'm gonna buy RE7 because I I want RE7 a lot. I don't know, I think I'm just gonna buy like it's on the, sale right now too. I think yeah. Um, I'm just gonna buy like the the gold edition. And then um, uh, should we make her play with headphones or with speakers? Speakers. Yeah, you gotta play with headphones. No, don't do that. Headphones. I you know what I'm I'm uh I can't play Little Nightmares. <laughs> Let's just put that that way. But you're gonna do this. But this you're not doing it for you. You're doing it for you know, us. Yeah. I don't. You'll push I don't want to pee myself on the internet, please. Hey, Shane's gonna. He's uh, Shane. Like, maybe we can Amazon Prime you some like adult diapers. <laughs> you guys, you guys are trying to kill me. Hey, you know, there's we could all oh, we could double dip. We could have a girl getting scared on Twitch, and then people into the diaper fetish no! as well. No, I'm not wearing a diaper. <laughs> Turn on that tipping. You won't have to work next year. Yeah, I mean, fuck. Anyway, so um, favorite gaming moments. Uh. It's like not so much moment, just things I was really excited for this year, like um, getting. Now I'm not gonna be able to remember names of anything though, because my brain isn't working today. Um, I just like getting to like connect. Today, shut up! I'm having a like my brain is a little swollen today, and it's not it's not working the way it's supposed to. Um, just like getting to connect with my brother more was nice because like he he's so much younger than me, and we didn't really grow up together. So, uh, like, we get to connect a little bit over games, and so, like, getting to do stuff at Comic-Con and PAX, and then, like, tell him about it and have him be uh, sort of excited, but mostly dismissive, um, was pretty cool. <laughs> uh, but, like, today, I got a, I hung out with him for a while, and, like, he... Um, he had me listen to him explain the meta, the new meta for Hearthstone, uh, for every every class of character that you could play. And then we opened up our loot boxes together for Overwatch that we got today because we got five five free loot boxes in Overwatch. What? Yeah, you were sleeping. Um, there's five free Overwatch loot boxes today. Open it live, live unboxing. No, don't do that. We're talking about games. Um. Oh my God, you're still logged into my Blizzard, and your email address is so. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> I'm gonna I, I'm gonna put it into the Zencaster. Anyway, 
Chad. Um, so then we, can see her we opened her up, we opened up boxes today together. It was like a little like pre-Christmas <laughs> for us. And so, and then we were talking about like what characters we do like to play and like how we like to play characters. And he was like complaining about his friends and I don't know. It was, it's nice to be able to have something that I can talk about with my brother. Cause like my sister doesn't play video games. My parents don't like video games. So it's like just an us thing. So it's kind of nice. Um, and then, uh, getting to meet you guys was pretty cool too this year because like you're real people now and not just people on the internet who could potentially murder me um you're real people in real life (laughs) yeah you know you guys are real people who could murder me in real life so but like getting to do that interview with you josh was pretty sweet with hearthstone yeah that was fun i had no idea what i was talking about it was a lot of fun though to like sit down and actually get to like be real reporters and yeah hash stuff out so yeah i would have been a real reporter if i would have reported on it but yeah, it was fun. It was fun <laughs> you had good questions. You had good questions. It's that's all that matters. Ethics. Fake it in game journalism. Fake it till you make it. Yeah, basically, that's what I did. I felt like a fraud the moment I stepped off the airplane. So. <laughs> now you were. You were using my. Badge. I was. I was a hundred percent faking it till I made it. I, I fucking meeting Adam. <laughs> Hi, I'm Shane, and he was like, "Look at me, funny," and I, he didn't know who I was. Pretty <laughs> sure. So yeah, good year. All right, I'm on loot box three. Oh, I got a purple. I got a really cool Vignata uh, emote today. It made me happy. So I don't have the skin the, I want the, still. But Highlight intro for Widowmaker. All right. I have like 60 loot boxes in my on my PC copy that I haven't opened yet. <laughs> what? How? how... I couldn't do that. I ha- It's like popping a zit. As soon as I have a loot box, I want to open it right away. Well, it's because my PS4 Ooh. version is my main account. So oh, it's like... The one but just to sit there and open them would be fun. Yeah, I was going to stream it, but I don't know when. Maybe tomorrow for Christmas. Where are we getting? Um, uh, like they didn't include some victory poses yeah, for certain so characters. We're, so we're supposed to automatically get them. I don't know when. In January. I don't know when they're doing that. In January. Oh, there you go. Now you know. All right. Well, if you were watching the live stream, you saw that I just opened trash. Did you get anything good? <laughs> like no, I got a, a, I got a, I got a purple Widowmaker highlight intro, but yeah. You just gotta buy more. I don't pay for the boxes. Courtney, Courtney, Courtney won't let me. You say that like I'm your like fucking wife or financial advisor or something. I'm neither of these things. You are my financial advisor. You, you don't listen to any of my financial advising. Yeah. No. Exactly. Okay. Um. Yeah. Did what you guys see the know? Overwatch the Overwatch Christmas stream today? Speaking of Overwatch. No. It was just Jeff sitting in front of the fireplace for nine hours. <laughs> Every once in a while. What was he doing? Just staring at the camera every once in a while, he'd eat a cookie or open a present. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so I guess moving, um, if that's all we have for our moments, then we would just go on to our games of the year. I already said mine, but you guys can go. I want to hear and see what you guys say. Yeah, I'll start since uh, we'll just go all the way back around. Um, I already pretty much said Zelda was my game of the year. Um, Not just for the story, but the gameplay was such a departure from the... (laughs) normal Zelda formula, but it still managed to be great. Like it managed to have enough familiarity while still feeling completely different. And it was the perfect way to usher in a new console. It was like, you know, a lot of times people will say um, the best games for a console usually don't come for a a couple of years so that the developers could get used to it or whatever. But we, Mm -hmm. we got two like legitimate all time great games within the system's first year with both Zelda and Mario. But 
Zelda just stood out for me so much more than Mario because it was such a departure from its normal formula on top of having such great characters, environments, uh, places to explore. I mentioned this before, too, on our older podcast, but Megan put in like 130 hours in the game and I put in like 70 and there were still times where she would watch me play and and see something that she had never seen before on her game and I would watch her play and I'd see something that I never saw before on mine and the game's just so massive and so full of things to discover that you could very easily just sink so much time into it and never see everything that it has to offer um but outside of Zelda my game of the year if it wasn't for Zelda most likely would have been Gravity Rush 2 which came out at the end of January and it was like almost a perfect sequel to me. It took everything that worked about the first game, fixed a lot of the problems from the first game and added a lot of new mechanics and new ways to manipulate gravity to the point where it's still such a refreshing experience. Like there's nothing like Gravity Rush and being able to go back into that world, but have it be bigger and better and with so much more content, so much more ways to attack situations and scenarios. It's a shame that it really didn't sell well because that game... And it's understandable at the same time because it's so experimental. But I, that's a game that I feel like anyone with a PS4 really should at, at least try because it, it does take some time to get used to only because it's so different. But you're definitely going to feel rewarded for being able to learn it and really dive into it and manip- be able to manipulate the game in a way where you're moving across the entire map so seamlessly. It's just one of the most rewarding game, pure gameplay experiences that I've had. Um, but those are my two main ones. Uh, I did want to give brief credit to Horizon, which I've heard is fantastic, but I haven't had a whole lot of time to play it, so I can't really speak on it fairly. Um, Persona 5, which I've put in like 15 hours into it, but it's like a 100-hour game, so I'm still early into it. But it's gameplay, it's style, it's music, and it's narrative have all been really strong so far. And uh, especially because... Have, are any of you familiar with how this one works? Mm-mm. Not at all. It's like essentially the characters are thieves, but they steal basically the secrets that people are hiding in their mind and get them to con- kind of confess whatever their crimes are or their discretions. So in the first the first dungeon, and I hear it gets a lot more detailed and a lot more intricate, but the first dungeon was like one of your teachers who abuses his students and was like sleeping with the with the female students to like bribing him for like essentially grades or spots on his volleyball team. And it's like, he's such a shit bag and it makes you feel so good when you're finally able to beat that first dungeon and then you get him to like basically all of a sudden feel... Like once you steal his secrets, he feels all this guilt and then he just goes off and like confesses and goes to jail and stuff. And it's it was just such a rewarding experience to see him get what he deserved. And I know that it eventually starts rising in scope and in scale. But supposedly that's just the tip of the iceberg. And that's all I've played. And I can't wait to finally be able to put more time into it and see how far that goes. But yeah, that's pretty much it. And then I also do need to give uh, uh, one quick shout out to Fire Emblem because this has been a huge year for the Switch, but it's also been a huge year for Fire Emblem where it kind of really broke out as one of Nintendo's main franchises now with its mobile game, its Warriors game, which I sunk so many hours into, and then the 3DS game, which I think was the best 3DS game of the year. Everyone's so quiet. (laughs) That was was so like, like... Um, I'd have to say like Zelda's probably my, my game of the year, but it feels really cliche saying that. 
Um, but like, I didn't really buy that many new games this year. Um, I'm pretty milk toast about your oh, answers. Oh, I love you. I love you. You remembered um, the word that you thought I made up. No, it's a, it's a, he, I still think he did. You he can find it in a book, to, to, like printed. To fit your story. From like before he was I born. imagine Shane just flips through a... Take a look! Shane just, Shane just flips through a thesaurus in the middle of the show. To, he just Googles stuff. He just has generators. <laughs> like, what's another word for illustrious? Oh, I'll just go with illustrious <laughs> again. Uh, but it feels... It, I didn't really like buy that many uh, games this year. New games. I'm trying to think like what Snipper I... Snipperclips. Um, not Snipperclips, but that's not game of the year. Um, Snipperclips, like, I don't know that I laughed as hard as I did in, in many other games this year as I, I did in Snipperclips. Really? Why did you laugh so much? It's just hilarious. I laughed a lot, but that's just because you were... I don't know, like, just struggling, like, yeah. struggling through these levels with somebody else, and then you're like, There's fuck you, and you just cut them in like, half. No, you like, need to make it, adjust a little more, to the right, to the left, get it up. Yeah. And it's like, and it's always, like, you. slightly too far, like, yeah. We don't know anybody like that. Nope, nope, no, I don't know anybody like that. Um, Sonic Mania was a really, really good surprise. Um, I bought that game. That game, I put a, I, I, I haven't beaten it, but I, it's the charm for it is just so, it was so refreshing to see it do so well. And then the, the turnaround with Sonic Heroes and have it just be so fucking weird. Hey man, Sonic but, Heroes. Uh, Sonic Forces. Good. Sonic Forces. Sonic Forces! Put your shit straight, Shane. You can have, you can have your, um, your, uh, Persona. Play yeah, you can even Sonic. download a Persona costume for your Persona. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Did you see the Sanic shirt that they released? Shit. No. Yeah, they released. <laughs> in for Sonic Forces, they released a free Sanic shirt for your character. I got it. <laughs> really? Is it just the, the shitty yeah. MS Paint? <laughs> oh my New god. The the- downloading the, sa- on, downloading the Sanic shirt. Oh. And they announced it like a Smash Brothers character. Sanic <laughs> steps it up. Oh my god, that's okay. So they're they're embracing the memes. They're embracing the dankness. Um, I feel like the like like the Sonic Twitter account is a pure gold. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, hey, better than nothing. Like hot take. <laughs> that was last year, right? Last or is year. this that this year? Yeah, a hot take of 20, 2016 was better than nothing. It's better than nothing. And then we, and then we had fucking Mega Man uh, Ten coming out that looks like Mighty Number no. Nine should have been. Yeah, Mega Man Eleven. Isn't it Mega Man Eleven. Ten. Yeah. Is it eleven? Yes. No. Is it eleven or eleven? 10? I'm gonna say it's eleven. Oh, nine and ten were the eight bit ones. Yep. Right. Yep. All right. I stand corrected. Stand corrected. <laughs> pretty milk toast on your Mega Man knowledge. No, that's improper usage. I don't know. I feel like it's valid. I'm I'm hungry <sighs> and thirsty. I need some milk toast. <laughs> 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 All right. Okay. Um. Yeah. I mean, that's that's kind of it. Uh, Breath of the Wild. Uh, Sonic <gasps> Mania. Oh. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> what beloved dum dum? <laughs> because you. Why would you do you that? Made, why would you do that? You know. You, you know. Record, I hate Rick and Morty. You made me record downstairs so you alone him? in a box, and it's cold, and I'm sleepy. I don't have any snacks. You get in your box. <laughs> <laughs> um. You know, I I hate Rick and Morty. I hate Rick and Morty. But you know what I don't hate. <laughs> LootCrate.com. LootCrate. Yeah, that's right. LootCrate.com. That's right. If you want to get an amazing subscription service, Crate, you can go to LootCrate.com slash Geekscape. Use the promo code Geekscape on checkout. Unfortunately, Rick and Morty is a spotlight of this month's 
discovery theme. Is Travel really? the path less taken, and you may discover hidden truths, buried secrets, and a whole new destiny. Westworld, Rick and Morty, Harry Potter, and the X Files. Yeah. Um. Get in and snag yourself a big old fatty. Oh my God. Get in this box and grab some snacks. <laughs> There's. They, don't they have a uh, a. Uh, Snack box? Yeah, snack crate? There's, or loot snacks? Uh, sn- snack, uh, nature box. We don't have nature box, though. Nature box? No. I think that's nature a different box. Oh, loot crate. Loot crate has snacks? Loot. Give me loot crate, crate snacks. snacks. Is it just Pocky? Is it just a monthly box of Pocky? Because then you could totally get that for me for my birthday. Anyone? Anyone? This week? Birthday? Or Christmas. Well, Christmas, Christmas is coming. tomorrow, so it's a little late. Also, I never get New I never Year's get presents. birthday presents. So birthday present, birthday present, give me some fucking Pocky. I'll be your friend forever. I love Pocky. Such a weep. <laughs> Jesse hasn't really eaten today. Was that it? Was that an ad read? <laughs> it feel like an ad read because it's just me being weird. I haven't really eaten today, uh, so I'm a little. It's it's pronounced. So I'm really feeling some pocky. It's pronounced Aiden. I haven't eaten today. It's pronounced and, Aiden. And uh, my brain's a little swollen. And do you guys know that there's 47 different kinds Fucking of pocky? Wow. I only eat the chocolate kind. I don't know. I'm just making. I things like up. the matcha kind too, though. Dude, I like uh, <laughs> pocky. There's pocky. What's your favorite pocky of 2017? Uh, uh, I, I like men's pocky. The pajoys. Which are fake and stupid. No, Not nobody official. knows the the pajoys. They're like a, they're like an inside out pocky. So instead of having the chocolate on the outside, the chocolate's on the inside. Chocolate. It's just not all right. Just give me some regular pocky and. That ramen. sounds like those uh, koala cookies with the chocolate inside. Fake news. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> this is what happens when I'm not about- fed regularly. My brain just. So okay, so where do you guys stand on the Hydrox Oreos debate? Uh, what the fuck are you talking Oreos. about? Uh, what are you talking about? <laughs> I know what you're talking about, and the answer is Oreos. Really? Are you talking about like how good, how much better Numinos are? Numinos are so much better. Oreos are so good that I had a stack of three giant pancakes infused with Oreos. I for three can't days. remember the last time I actually ate an Oreo. Dude, I haven't had a pancake in like a decade. That explains why. Like I'm. You should yeah. ha- you should fix that before the end of yeah. the year's resolution. Yeah, New Year's resolution have a pancake every week. Uh, no, hi- uh, Oreos are a ripoff of Hydrox yeah. cookies. But I like Oreos better. What name is Oreo. more marketable? Oreo. You Who the fuck wants to eat a Hydrox? <laughs> Hydrox sounds like I feel like Hydrox yeah, sounds, sounds like, like diarrhea medicine. Sounds like dish dish cleaner. Yeah, it doesn't sound like. Sounds like, I, it sounds like I, Billy Mays. I really be, have, like promoting. Billy Mays here for Hydrox. I can't thank the three of you enough for explaining the joke. At the same we fucking time. We thought you time. were making it a talking point. You need to. Oh, no. Was that whole no, thing a joke? Thing. Yes. What is happening? No, they are. They're not no, real. Hydrox are real. Hydrox are real, but m- the joke was, what name is more marketable? <laughs> and you're like, well, I think Hydrox sounds like diarrhea medicine and Billy Mays. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Oreos, obviously. <laughs> you fucking nerd. Maybe you should make your joke sound like jokes and then people would. You where it's at. <laughs> Oh my god, I can hear your feet pounding. Stop. <laughs> you're gonna crash into the ceiling and crush me. I'm not I'm not ex- stop you're making a shake. You're never gonna find my body. Uh New Year's resolution? Yeah, um I um, you know, I, I just want to say that um, having the podcast, having you guys, even though I am flaky as fuck and real stressful and it's ends up being real stressful for me from time to time. I am super glad 
I had the opportunity to chit chat with my bestest friends um, mostly Aww. every week about video games. Um, and uh, it's 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 fun, even though we don't play games together. And when me and Josh and Courtney played games together, it was a fucking <laughs> nightmare. It was so terrible. <laughs> Who um, were those people? I see. Man. We're not good enough for you. You have to bring other yeah. friends, too. Yeah. We're going to have to do that again, though. Thanks, we can do that like yeah. tomorrow. Speaking tomorrow of video games. Get those loot boxes. The arcade loot boxes. Fucking loot boxes. Loot box. Speaking of video games, do you, Shane, <gasps> Did you, you want to hear my it? favorite games of the oh, year? Uh, <laughs> I was going to say something, but I wanted to wait and see how long it took for Shane oh, to realize. Oh, no. I thought he was paying attention even. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was and coming. Then, I thought it was coming, but, and then. But and you know then the, fu- the funny thing is like that you were wrapping things when up the loot, when he started doing the loot crate thing, and Derek didn't say anything. I was like, "Am I crazy? Did Derek actually do it?" Like, and I. Missed. I thought you did. I thought you did. I'm. So, I feel that crazy. I even when I was talking about my favorite game moments, and I was like, uh, and "We'll talk about our favorite games in a bit." After Hydrox by Wheel, I meant everyone else, and not me. Derek, you want to share? Me. Josh is done. <laughs> All right. So real quick, because we've moved on and Shane's not interested. Uh, what remains of Edith Finch? Probably my favorite game of the year. If not, my favorite game of the year is probably Life is Strange Before the Storm. I haven't finished favorite, or started episode three yet, so Edith that remains Finch to be seen. But I'm really excited uh, to. Relative. Yeah. The fit like favorite story, aside from the, the, uh, the under eight, yeah, like, under aside from last week's controversy. You guys need to get over your hate of pussy. Like, get over it. It's a fucking nerd. I'm now. You are the one. No, no. You, after recording, you're like, man, I can't believe they would sexualize children in a game. Like, it didn't sound like they were sexualized. Well, I don't know. You and the one who yeah. brought it up. Maybe you should anyway. play the game. Kid pussy. Kid pussy. <laughs> new, new, new episode title. I'm gonna make Kid it, pussy. I'm going to make it my goal to use the word cunt and the word pussy in every episode you, next year. That's wa- my new Did you watch that video? That Maybe you should. Did you the enthusiasm video I posted? I did. Oh, so funny. This was just like, I was like, guys, try to shame me for using a word. Come on. Anyway, my, I got in trouble for my word, word of today. Year, so my word of the year is clunge. Oh, I don't like that one. Uh, so I think my favorite Edith Finch story <laughs> was probably the I can't remember the character's name, but the like oh. one where he's like <laughs> teaching his daughter how to hunt. Oh no! That, like that one was really like uh, like just the like bond that they had was like just felt really strong, and the dialogue was really good. And then the ending of it yeah. was like like I was like what the fuck. And then like I, when I watched Michaela play it the next day, she like literally gasped gasped at that moment, and it was I like had the opposite mm-hmm. reaction because I was I had that one spoiled for me because like I mentioned last week, which no one will know this because that last week's not up yet. But um, <laughs> it's yo okay, hold on, hold on. This is. We're doing this in the past, okay? So the other, you keep like, oh, that episode's not up yet. It's been four days. It's been we recorded four it last days. Sunday. It's been seven it's days. We recorded on like a Tuesday. It's, no, we it's recorded Sunday on like again. Tuesday. It's been four days. No, we record because we, we recorded the video games. Oh, the we recorded the game awards one, which was the last published one. Correct? No, the other one's that up. One's already up. There's been there's been an episode since then. Man, I feel like I'm really milk toast. <laughs> I'm gonna your, fucking uh, I'm gonna milk all over your toast and then shove it's it up your ass. It's been four days since we recorded. I just looked at I I just I no, just I don't believe back. that. I just looked back into my into our Slack and was looking at when we were arguing about other shit because we can't not argue and communicate in a, an effective manner because we're all just we just can't. Because Shane, because everyone, I don't know. It was on the 20th. I win. 
But yeah. Anyways, Josh. I was going to say I had the story. opposite reaction because I had it spoiled for me because Megan played it first and I watched him uh, walking up to the edge of the cliff with a deer and I was like, don't, I was like, don't do it. He's going to fall off. I was like, why would, and I was like kind of making fun of it. I was like, why would you walk up there anyway? It looks super dangerous. Mm. Like I was saying last time, I was like, most of the deaths feel like just completely preventable <laughs> but yeah but right. that was uh what, what um, did you enjoy the most then which one did i probably the one where it's in, that where the child star actor where it's all comic book style oh yeah yeah i thought that, that one was really, was really cool and then the last yeah, the really last unique. like real one where you're chopping the fish while at the same time going to i thought both oh, of those yeah, were really yeah. cool and the one that you mentioned too i thought was really really well done and like you said the bond between the characters felt really strong it was just kind of funny where i was like no don't go up there <laughs> like you're gonna fall <laughs> but yeah um, but yeah edith finch was great yeah so, so yeah so i loved edith finch life is strange before the storm and uh, and it's I, the story is complete now but uh i'm really looking forward to there is a bonus episode coming out uh early next year where you'll actually get to play as max again which i'm really looking forward to they haven't actually really talked about it or revealed kind of what the storyline will be or when it'll be set so it'll be really interesting to see when um when it's set and what happens um Prey uh, was another favorite of the year. It's one of the few games that I like got extremely like it's a longer game. I think I took 20, 25 hours to finish it longer as in like, I don't know. That's not that long, but I played the whole thing. So that's pretty rare. (laughs) And it was something where I was like, like I got it on the day it came out and could not put it down like every every day when i got home from work i was putting two or three hours into it until i finished it because the gameplay was stellar and i was so engrossed in the story um and so yeah so absolutely one of my favorites of the year and it's like literally i've not talked to a single other person that played it and that's really it might have to be like doom for me that one year where i kept hearing positive word of mouth so i rushed through doom and was like oh shit that was great yeah yeah i'm hoping like even in canada i think it's like going on sale for Boxing Day for like $20 Canadian. So hopefully uh, more people will pick it up. So and what is it like? Have, give me an opportunity to talk to them about it. <laughs> yeah, I, like 75 cents, actually. Like check your couch cushions. You could probably <laughs> buy a few copies. Uh, Breath of the Wild. Um, I, I don't know how many hours I put into it exactly, but I was like completely engrossed with the time that I did put into it. Just, I mean, as just parroting everyone else just felt really unique. It felt very different for the series and it felt just on a scale like like no other Zelda game before it. Um, absolutely beautiful. And I don't know, like it's been a long time since I picked it up and I feel like, I don't know, I feel almost like, like I don't, I'll think about picking it up and then I don't because I feel like I'll be lost because the world seems so vast. If you if you haven't played it for a while, is it easy to jump back into or is it like, are you like, where the fuck am I? What am I doing? Especially because the new updates added that whole hero's journey thing where the map shows everywhere you've been already. So it's really easy to jump back in like, oh, I didn't go this way yet. Uh, okay yeah, i'll have to give it a, i'll have to give it another shot like i'll have to get back into it because those hours i did put into it were were awesome i'm uh, i'm um, at the the fire the fire beast we're talking about zelda yeah, right? i have no idea what that is okay yeah you were listening because i'm talking is that no I, I there was a there was dead silence I'm like wait wait are they talking about a different game because i'm pretty sure they're talking about zelda are they talking about a different game because i was not yeah. listening um yeah, I was I, I'm at the, stuff on my uh other i'm tab. at the fire beast and i'm i just like i don't want to f- finish it i don't know why you should I have anxiety it. there's lots of dlc after uh mm-hmm. and last game in the top five and these are mostly in no order 
uh, these these five games. But last game, Resident Evil Seven. I will one day finish that game. But I have never been more scared. I love I love survival horror games. I've never been more scared playing a video game in my entire life. And have you played it in VR? And have I played it in yeah. VR? Is that what yes? Yeah. I have only I've played it in VR. Talked about it. He said that he's played it in VR. Uh, yeah. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, I know you don't. I don't. You didn't. We all know. Uh, but yeah, like. Even even non VR, like that game is scary as hell. But just, I mean, it's also I think it's the first survival horror VR game that I've like played, and it's just like it's another level of immersiveness. And it's like, oh, it's I don't, it's in just like it's it's hard to describe unless you've actually like played it because it's like nothing else. And you are constantly like, I'm gonna take two steps and then look behind me because I'm scared that somebody's behind me, and like you're just doing that over and over and over again. Courtney, after the pod, and because we're gonna play the demo. And, and you take so much more like I feel like you take so much more time because it just feels so much more real but also it's so, it's amazing being able to like like you're crouched behind a box and then I'm like oh is there an enemy there and you can kind of peek your head around and just the immersiveness of that is like nothing do you play with uh, the moves or the DualShock it only supports okay. DualShock yeah, there's no move controls for that. Yeah. Uh, and then honorable mentions, like yeah, honorable mentions, Horizon Zero Dawn, which I've only get only managed to put a few hours into, but really like extremely unique, absolutely breathtaking game. They did a great job on it. It took forever to come out, <laughs> like it felt like, but it was something where like every trailer looks so cool and and just so different. And it was one of those things where you're like, this is not going to be able to live up to the hype, but it absolutely did. Um, and I, like I, it's another one that I just like, it's fallen by the wayside and I can't wait to put more time into it. Um, and same thing for, for Mario Odyssey, which is another honor, honorable mention. Actually, one of my, one of my favorite moments of the year, which I didn't write down or, and I forgot to note down was the first time that you possess anything in, in Mario Odyssey, which is a frog. And he just like, Mario just looks terrified and confused. And he's like traveling through this, like other dimension to like get into the frog's body. And, and it's hilarious uh and then he like pops back out and the frog has like a mustache and it's like <laughs> i don't know i feel like you know you're in for for a treat once that moment hits and uh yeah i can't wait for that one some more that's pretty much it yeah um yeah that's pretty much it guys uh merry christmas happy new year okay happy rusev happy day, day. What? <laughs> Did you guys say Khrushchev Day? Because I don't know. think that's a thing. I, I don't know. Bruce. Bru- happy Bruce Day, day. Yeah, Bruce Day Eve. I hope Bruce Cla- Claus is great to all of you. Hoping to find a Rusev under my stocking. My hand under my Yo! <laughs> there's custom Rusev Day fucking Jordan 13s? <laughs> is it really? Yeah! Happy Rusev Day. He's like, I don't day. know what Rusev Day is, but I'm in. Hojaridat. <laughs> Yo, here, I'll put this in the chat. Put this in the Zencaster chat. There you go. I'm not really into sneakers, but like I can appreciate a good sneak. Good sneak. You don't I need, think I, I think you I don't need any more shoes. I'm just going to be real honest. As your not not financial advisor, I advise you not to buy more shoes. Cool. So what is the fuck is a Rusev? <laughs> That's a great question. What is a Rusev? Apparently Rusev Day is September 26, 2017. <laughs> Cold. Fake news. Fake news. Well, anyway. All right, everybody. We'll... Every day. Yeah, everyone knows that every day is recent. We'll see day. you back here come 2018. We'll have our gaming New Year's resolutions. But as always, you can find us on the show next week what? about our New Year's resolutions. I'll be still be 2017. But it'll 
be um no. we have so next week is super busy so because we've got the D uh charity stream on the 27th and then the 28th is my birthday and i love you guys but i don't want a podcast on my birthday okay we're doing a different podcast on that day yeah. anyway so oh fucking whatever the secret yeah. podcast Courtney, you can you can go do something else and then well, what, why are you mean, acting like you know what, what's going mean? on yeah Shane. Courtney, we're gonna make a different podcast because you're hanging out with me for my birthday Otherwise, I don't have any plans. Is there another Everyone podcast else? going on? Good to me. Not that you know. What does Sorry, that mean? <gasps> is it what I think it is, Derek? We're going to be... I, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be... I have no clue. But you sounded I'm really excited. Right now. Yeah. I'm so excited right now. I'm messaging you. Oh, God. You. It's going to be such a disappointment. It's going to be me. Show. It's going to be me, Derek, That's and Matt a- Kelly. Uh, no! Oh, it is not. No, it's not what you... Uh, it's not what you're thinking right now, Courtney. <laughs> But I'll but we'll work on that. We'll work on that. (laughs) We'll we'll work on that. (laughs) I'm really mean today. You guys need to feed me more often. You're uh, you're sleeping on the couch. Whatever. Thought she was already sleeping in a box. (laughs) (laughs) The cat. I'm not. Anyway. Where can we where can we get found? Uh, Geekscape.net on Twitter at Geekscape Games. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Channel Hare SS Jaken on gamey platforms. I'm at D Granovelt on Twitter and uh, Captain K17 on gaming platforms. I'm at Inu Joshua just about everywhere. Today is gonna be the day <laughs> that gonna to see you. What? Finish the sentence. Oh, oh my god! god. <laughs> I'm pretty milk toast on your uh, sentence finishing uh, today, Josh. <laughs> I, I'm AK Geeky Girl on Twitter, and if you really want to find me, find me there first. Uh, the, uh, uh, tag her on Twitter, hashtag Kid Pussy. I thought it was no, underage, do is what she said. No, you know what? Let's hashtag do underage. Right now. Hashtag why not both? Hashtag underage kid pussy. Oh, you're like the like. No, it sounds it sounds worse and worse the more you say it. Get, your house is gonna that. your your hanger is gonna get raided pretty quick here. Yeah, tweeting that kind of stuff. Anyway, about to find me. Creep, 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 catchers, catchers, creep catchers are driving your house right now. <laughs> It'll be like fucking uh, Ruby Ridge all over again. Shit. All right, everybody, we'll see you guys back here. 2017! Oh, that Fuck off. Alright, bye! Bye! bye. <laughs> because, baby, I-